Bezels podcast. It is hype in this room right now. I got to talk closer because it's probably going to be too echoey. Got your <clears> chocolate milk over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do have my chocolate milk. You just call them out like that. Chocolate milk is my favorite drink by far. Mm. I drink way more chocolate milk, I think, than anything else in the world. That's why I like mocha so much because I'm just a big chocolate guy. That's kind of my thing. Fun fact, my name in high school was white chocolate. Was it now? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Thank you want to elaborate where you got it from? I, I, honestly, I have had so many nicknames, I can't even remember all the origin stories. You know? <laughs> the horror stories of where it came from? You just woke up one day and like your, everyone's contact on you just changed their phone to white chocolate? Yeah, I'd just be like walking around and people look at me and be like, That's Is it because chocolate. you're smooth? And I'd be like, you know, because like white chocolate is like a smooth taste. It's much different than normal white chocolate or regular chocolate. <clears throat> Do you guys like white chocolate at all? But white chocolate is one of my White chocolate is very sweet chocolate. Are we still talking about Connor? Or are we talking about the actual hey, Who is that voice? Oh, Christian. <laughs> Christian. <laughs> what, what, um, what happened to your voice, Christian? Uh, just lack of sleep. And <laughs> <laughs> Got back from Oregon. A lot of stuff changed. <laughs> some Been through some bangs. In my mom's cabinet. So. Oh. Hmm. Is it that new pill you've been starting? It's totally working, I think. It's like steroids. has a few side effects. You have really big muscles, but you have a really small um, vocal cord. Um, vocal, nice safe there. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? The, your uh, What's the thing? <laughs> Is it your vocal cords? Yeah, your vocal cords. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, well, um, again, actually, welcome to the Vessels Podcast. Uh, my name is Jeremy, but most people just call me by my surname, Remy. Um, I got a couple of folks here in the room with me. I got Connor, um, who's actually... I, I'm sorry, I got announcements on my Come laptop on, going off. I am so sorry for that. Um, yeah, I got Connor in the house with me, also better known as Spellmaster. Hippopotamus, go. Spellmaster? <laughs> Hippopotamus, go. Spell it. Oh, I thought you were talking like as a wizard. No, Spellmaster. You can <laughs> oh spell gosh. well. H-I-P-P-O... O-E-O-T-A-M-U-S? We'll have to double check on that. I actually have no idea. I was like, man, that's actually pretty cool. Like, I'm like an elder elf or something, like a wizard. No, you're not a wizard. Just went straight to Skyrim. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there was a little thing in there that they talked to. They like, you know, wizards versus sorcerers. And it's like, sorcerers are just wizards without hats. Boom. They're the same thing. And we're back to Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. (laughs) It always circles back. Kind of like Jesus in the Bible, like always happens to make its way back. Um, I also have another person here. We have the beautiful Allie champion uh better known as uh peter panic peter panic peter panic okay, fair 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 <laughs> where's the lie um ali would you like to introduce yourself to everyone tell them who you are and what you're about what's a fun fact about you uh, okay fun fact um you better say it i think you better explain what's probably gonna happen yep oh okay come on let's go <laughs> tell um, the world so i have this this thing uh, <laughs> we need to elaborate quickly. <laughs> Go faster. That <laughs> um, when I laugh really hard or just push air out of my throat at all, um, it creates a goose-like sound or honk, as I like to call it. Um, so if that happens, just because I'm laughing really hard, because these guys are insanely funny. So funny. Um, just please Not. ignore that. Um, don't call the police. I'm not being tortured. 
It's just, <laughs> it's just a sound that comes. She's out not of being tortured, but we are. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. What's another fact about you? There was actually something else that I was thinking you were going to talk about. Uh, that I work as a Disney princess. Yes, oh. give it to us. You want to hear the princess voice? Yep. Oh yep. no, yep. I have Connor to hates it. <laughs> yep, do it. You're just still going to um, hear it. She's right next you know, to you. Okay, ready? Go. <laughs> Hello, little guppy. How are you today? Uh, I'm so- <laughs> Yucky. Connor absolutely hates the princess voice, even though he's dating me. Can you please um, talk like that for the whole podcast? Oh, <laughs> I have a really good topic for us to talk about today, little guppy. <laughs> I'm so sorry for everyone listening. All two of you. So bad. <laughs> yeah, we really do need to market ourselves better for this podcast because um, no one knows that it exists. Hey, this one's going to be a good one. Though. Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty good one. What are we talking about today? Uh, modesty mm. otherwise known as the m word modesty so mm. pretty much we're just gonna make fun of all the girls today we're actually just gonna scroll through all the Tinder. guys are off the hook yeah and rape i them. um i really do get uncomfortable when i do see connor in a bikini i oh. will say that i haven't addressed it with you yet but i figured this is actually a perfect time for this to happen this is why me and ali actually talk why don't about you tell modesty. me when i have wedgies well <laughs> i get uncomfortable around you ali so. keeps buying me the smaller you Smaller bottoms the briefs you because wear briefs. you think you have a thick behind and you just don't <laughs> you, you flat as pancakes brother <laughs> new nickname flapjacks flapjacks you gave me a flapjacks. certificate about my juicy behind oh that okay was well anyways we're gonna move beyond that now um modesty I just um, realized you're third wheeling at this moment in time oh should we hold hands that oh yeah you guys can do that i don't really care i have a wife so oh Okay, that one hurt. <laughs> what, do you want a wife or something? I think Allie wants a wife. <laughs> Now's the time to talk modesty. about it. Modesty. What what about it? We um <clears throat> we supposed to be modest as Christians, or is that just kind of something we've sociologically constructed? <laughs> is it a rumor? Yeah. In the Bible? I'm pretty sure in the Bible it's Hashtag free the nip. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. And we just lost our other five listeners. And it is just Allie, explain how this came up the other week. Okay. So um, Connor and I were listening to the Becoming Something podcast. A super good yeah. podcast. Um, they're not paying us to say it. Wish they were. But super good podcast. And we were listening to the one about does modesty matter. And we listened to it. And then we got here... Um, to Remy's house and we were making some t-shirts trying some new designs out and stuff and the boys obviously were making shirts and each one of them wanted to try them on um so in doing that though they one by one took their shirts off tried on the shirts whatever what have you yeah yeah <laughs> um but then we were kind of sitting down talking about it and I essentially just asked the boys like I just want to get your guys' thoughts on this because none of you even like batted an eye um, when taking your shirts off in front of me, um, which I'm aware, like we're friends and we know each other, but it just like it shocks me because if I were to have taken my shirt off, um, <laughs> not only Connor, but I think <laughs> Remy and Christian both would have been like, Whoa, what you doing? Um, <laughs> hey, what you doing over there? <laughs> um, what you doing? <laughs> um, but like, it wasn't even a second thought to the boys. And I just basically asked them like, why is that? not a thought in your head like wow this honestly could be like a big issue or like a problem um so i just essentially proposed that question to them and now we want to do a podcast about it it's all your fault yep my fault (laughs) (laughs) just don't look okay oh 
I've heard that phrase. It's so true. Just don't look. Yeah. Just close your eyes. This is your own struggle. <laughs> it's nothing about what you can do for your brother or sister. It's all about you need to just mind your own business. This is just the cute clothes that I wear. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a difference between cute clothes and immodest clothes. Because you can dress cute and modest. Is that not true? Well, it is, but... Because um, I see, like, big, long skirts and, like, a top, and people are like, that's so cute. And but it's like, well, even on the podcast, you, like, talked about, like, your job isn't to look cute. It's to grow the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like your, I, like, your mind and your heart behind it when you're getting dressed in the morning should be, like, how can I grow the kingdom today? How should I dress for the kingdom not okay. What's super cutesy? That's going to get me the most compliments. That mm. matches. Like he he he. Um, that's exactly what comes. So out I think of my mouth I think what morning. Yeah, I was. Sidebar <laughs> <laughs> counter. <laughs> so it's about the heart, because um, can yeah. someone not dress for fun if they really do just like dressing for themselves and they're not looking for the compliments if their heart's in the right place? Because if people like to dress for cute, then like, all right, they like to. But if they're doing it with the intention of they're trying to get attention. And they want people to see them and to get the compliments, and that's where their insecurity is. Then is it a problem? Because if if we're going to use that logic, then that means we should not be dressing cute at all. That we should just kind of be careless about what we wear. I think it, that one is a little tricky because, again, it's like we want, like at the end of the day, we are still human and have sinful nature, and like we want to look cute and impress people and like dress for the role. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it is totally okay to be like, okay, I have a meeting today. Um, I want to look presentable, like what are good, like pants and like top options, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think there is a really big issue in today's society with, um, dressing to not only impress, but to get attention. Mm-hmm. And I've heard several girls make the argument of why well, I didn't, I didn't wear that for attention. Like that wasn't my heart behind it. And I'm like, well, what did you think a tube top with no bra was going to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it is a really big argument um, to make sure that your heart is in the right place because a lot of girls do use that. Um, not just, sorry, guys too. You know what? I'm going to bring them into it. Um, not fast. But <laughs> the, it is the argument of like, is your heart in the right place? Um, because I feel like that is really important, especially as kingdom keepers. It's kind of our job. So you're telling me I can't wear my tube top with no bra? I would strongly advise against it. Okay. Sorry, yeah. Connor. Dang. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it is very interesting um, with modesty because it does play into a role of how we present ourselves to other people. Um, so we probably should be wearing apparel that maybe represents jesus i don't know like there's like apparel companies you can buy stuff from that like represent jesus and have intentional yeah, designs i've heard about that that. I, it's like ask um, my mom ask, ask my mom what's it called ask your mom <laughs> ask your mom why that's why ask that's our why. moms that that's it <laughs> hey what was our slogan last week we do fun stuff <laughs> ask us why hey let's let's get to the let's get to the bottom of this here or let's get started of just like what are we even talking about here because we kind of jumped in real quick which is cool but like is this a problem for guys? Is it only a situation for girls? Because I feel like that's how we're grown up. Like, that's how this whole conversation started was like me, like Remy and Christian had never had this conversation before. Like, at least when, I mean, Allie, you talked about this with me the other day. It's like when you're growing up in church or even if you're just like have parents that care a little bit of like what their kids wear, it's like the the guys never get talked to about this. It's no. like, okay. Um, even if you're going to play sand volleyball, like it's cool if you just take your shirt off cause it's hot or whatever. Yeah. But like, 
when you're going to junior high camp or whatever, the girl's the only one who get this conversation. Um, like, is that wrong? Have we been doing it wrong? Because me and Remy and Christian don't understand anything. That's what I find interesting. Like when I did bring it up to you guys, um, was that at all three of you were like, I've actually never heard like a girl's perspective on that. Um, cause it is, you're all right. Like I said that to you that typically when you hear modesty, you think, Oh, girls, like how, they need to be modest or even dress codes at school. It's all catered towards girls, what they need to wear and how they need to adjust. Um, why do you think that? Why do I think it's catered yep. towards females? Because I went to a private Christian school where it was the only mm. dress code that boys had to follow was like, um, hair, like making sure your hair was a certain length. And that's just due to making everyone look the same. Yeah. Whereas females, it was lengths of skirts, um, and stuff like you couldn't wear leggings, all these different things. Um, which I'm not saying, yeah, we should be allowed to like, don't give us all these restrictions. I'm just saying guys were not taught as far as I'm concerned, you can speak up if I'm incorrect. Um, modesty and like how switch the roles really quick. Like you don't know how a girl struggles and stumbles and vice versa. Whereas girls are always taught to be modest. Guys are really the ones that are focused on who struggle Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word, um, with just lust and things like that. Um, and that's where I think it gets really tricky as cause mm. we have two sides of the spectrum, the girls who are like, well, just don't look like it's not my fault. You struggle. And then the guys that are like, Oh, like it's her fault that I struggle and then mm. I'm stumbling. Um, but I just really want to know your guys's thoughts on like not growing up hearing that and just your opinions behind that. Well, we don't have boobs, so Right. Well, I feel like that is part of it. Your bodies definitely um, are not as sexualized as females. Some guys have boobs, but they're just not sexualized. <laughs> That's the thing. You Those can be like kind of bigger. Boobs. But Those like I moobs. said, like I said to both of you, Man though, like boobs. you still have like your body is still a temple. Like, I don't care if you don't have extra mm. fat right behind your nipples. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> it's still like truly if your heart behind taking off your shirt to play volleyball, you're just like, eh. It's, it's carelessness, and I think carelessness is a sin to some extent. Uh, ignorance can, uh, it can be a sin if mm-hmm. you're choosing to be ignorant about a subject that you know you've been convicted about. Mm-hmm. If you're truly unaware of your sin, it is still a sin, but the conviction there is just, it's not present. You're not understanding. So that's yeah. why, like, Paul talks about how, like, the law is good because if it weren't for the law, I would not know what it would mean to covet, to covet a neighbor's wife and those kind of things, um, or co- covet your neighbor's belongings. Um, yeah. I think, uh, real quick, um, we're talking specifically, I mean, I think most of the time we do, obviously the podcast, it's catered towards people who are believers. And so as I think, especially when we're talking about modesty, like if you're not a believer, become a believer first of all, but like (laughs) (laughs) this has really doesn't matter to you obviously because they're not worried about the ways of God. Right. Right. But like. If you are a believer, maybe it's time for a heart check. And I think all of us, you know, have had to work through this the past couple of days preparing for this. But um, specifically, I want to say that that's who we're, our target audience is. We're not trying to call anybody out. But in mm. in a way, we hope there's some conviction for everybody in this. Yeah. Well, what's really interesting is if you do a Google search and you search, what does the Bible have to say about modesty? And you look at the top scriptures that talk about it, it never mentions men. It only mentions women. Yeah. So when you go through a biblical perspective and try to understand this topic, we do have to be careful because we first have to filter through the Bible, then to the world. 
Um, that's not to ex- exclude men and say that they're not a part of this and that there's no responsibility from their side. It just means that we need to understand first why it might be that way. Um, and if you, if you look at the way that men and women dressed during the times of when scripture was written, men always had a complete robe on their whole body was already covered by everything. There was nothing that was exposed or open. So if you go and look at pictures of what, like what they would wear, they, they weren't wearing bro tanks and uh, chubbies. <laughs> like that wasn't what they wore. It's, it's in a very different culture. So when you, when you try to understand why is it that, you know, we don't ever think from a guy's perspective is because when we do look at the Bible, like modesty is only being directed towards women, which does have a lot of validity in it. But we're understanding now that we're getting to an age in a digital age where you can put yourself out there on magazines. You can put yourself on social media. You can present yourself to people in a way where you're trying to pull them in towards you and you're doing it for the wrong intentions and you can do it at the mass. And that's where we're starting to see it because I don't know about you guys, but I had those friends and I knew those people in middle school that like, gosh, they always took a picture with their shirt off literally every single day. It was just on their Instagram. It was just like, what's up? I'm a tool bag. And it was like, (laughs) all right, cool. You got a six pack, bro. And I got a one pack. Um, I, I I didn't have any, I didn't have a one pack. I just had a zero pack. Um, (laughs) but it's like, you know, it does come with the wrong intentions of what we're trying to do. And a very interesting, um, uh, concept is when you look at Cain and Abel and the story of the two, um, Cain basically was like, screw you. You gave the perfect sacrifice or the acceptable sacrifice to God. And I didn't. And so Cain basically beats him in a field until he dies. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when God confronts Cain and says, where's your brother? His first question is, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? And God's like, yes, yes, you are. (laughs) You are your brother's keeper. That's kind of the point, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Like the, the purpose of is that like, you know, you are to look out for those that are around you and you are to be more aware of your decisions that you have. And this isn't to like shame anybody that like you're doing it wrong. Like you have led so many people to sin in your life. It's more like, well, we're coming to an understanding now where we're gaining some perspective that like maybe the guys that are sensualizing their body on a more regular basis, or they're trying to push themselves out that way are doing so. And that's becoming a problem because I think naturally a guy just takes his shirt off and there's nothing that culture or anything from what we've been brought up with has taught us that like there's something sacred behind you that needs to be protected. But for women, it comes through the breasts and it comes through the legs through like the, the hips right down to the knees. And that's why like you go to church and it's like, or you have um, private school and it's like, it has to go arm fingertip length. It's like the skirts you yeah. have to like wear like fingertip lengths and stuff like that. Um, and so it's, it's, it's interesting that you don't see that for guys and that's not to exclude them. But if we want to understand biblically what the purpose is and the heart is behind it, when you look at the scripture of why they're being told to be modest, it's because every time they weren't being modest, it was because they were trying to persuade them or to tempt them or to push them away from God. Mm-hmm. So the principle behind it is not that like, women, you guys are pushing people away. Like you're, you're causing men to lust after you because you're wearing all the fine jewelry. You're wearing all of the fine cloaks. You're wearing all of the stuff because you're trying to pull attention to yourself rather than giving the attention to God, <clears throat> excuse me, to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and the principle there can be applied to both sides. And that's something I think the guys need to be more aware about Yeah, is that like, you know, your decisions matter too about how you choose to dress yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For sure. I think there's a lot of stuff there, but I think the main point of all that stuff was like, this should not just be a one way conversation mm-hmm. for girls, Yeah, um, which will be new for a lot of people. And that's why we wanted to have this conversation. Cause when we did have, you know, the same kind of topic conversation, uh, last week or two weeks ago, yeah, uh, that was like all new for Christian, myself and Remy. Um, 
and it shouldn't be that way. At least I hope something, you know, clicks in our heads, at least for those who are believers of like, okay, just because we can't show our boobs or our butt off the same way that a girl might, like, that doesn't mean we're off the hook. Like, it always goes down to something else other than, you know, we're talking about modesty, but the main problem is either pride or insecurity or something of that sort. Yeah. Um, and so. Ali, how is it that, like, so to give us some perspective and to give guys perspective, when a guy is like, you know, stoked to go out to volleyball and he takes his shirt off, like, how is that in a way causing women to stumble or causing them to look away from God and to distract themselves? And how is, how can that be seen as a problem? Well, just from, I don't want to speak for every single female on the planet. Um, but I would say like, again, in like a volleyball game in that setting, um, which we talked a lot about comfort. Um, and I know Remy, you were like, well, like if I knew everyone, like I'd feel comfortable, which whole different question I have for you guys, because comfortability can be to an extent a problem. Um, but in that scenario, I think nowadays it is so normalized for guys to take their shirts off. Um, however, I think you paint a picture of like, I don't, I don't care if you see this. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me like, okay, if I, let me take you on a journey really quick. If I said like, okay, what if like you took a picture of yourself shirtless and sent it to one of my friends, you guys would be like, oh my God, I would never do that. Mm-hmm. But that's what you're doing when you take your shirt off to play volleyball you're still letting them, letting them see you shirtless. It might not be one-on-one personal for them, but to them it is. They don't see it as a crowd. When you have your shirt off, it's you and them. Does that make sense? It does, but also the other factor that's involved is the heart. So if a guy takes his shirt off to go play volleyball, his mindset is like, oh, I'm on the shirts team or I'm on the skins team. So they take their shirt off. But if their heart is different and they're like, ooh, I'm going to take my shirt off because I want the girls to see that I got abs and all that stuff, then it would be the same thing. But you're doing a different setting. But heart and mind, you know what I'm saying? Not thinking at all, I think is wrong. Not being aware is what we're trying to address. It's not saying that like, guys, because you take your shirt off and around people... It's literally like you're sending a a nude to another girl or you're sending like a flex pic or something like that. But that's not necessarily the case. The case is that like you might not be aware of it, but it comes off to women in a very similar matter. But you're just not aware of that. This is also where we want to zero in a little bit because obviously being aware is probably the first, you know, I guess line of defense in quotations is like, you know, it's probably cool to do that if it's just all guys, you know, played a football game, shirts and skins. Yeah, that's chill. Um, but then what if there are, you know, we're at campus and we're doing that on one of the fields, there's people walking around all the time. Mm -hmm. And then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, being aware might not be enough for this situation. And at a point, excuse me, like obviously as a guy, you know, now that we're aware of this, you want to be like, yeah, I want to be able to like, you know, if we're doing shirts and skins or whatever, playing football, like be aware, be able to do this. But then there's also a point where, okay, you can't always like be blaming the other gender for this. Mm-hmm. So I think we want to zero in on like, okay, how can we take responsibility for this and not just say, hey, you're making me stumble. Mm-hmm. You're, you're putting a stumbling block in front of me. Like, totally. what can we talk about? With that? Well, even like back to what you just said, like about being on campus versus just being all guys. Mm-hmm. Like I've had times where Connor has been like, like, obviously, if I'm wearing, like, a really short dress or something, mm-hmm. um, Connor's going to be like, whoa, like, let's, okay. Like, he's going to say something. But he's always said this phrase that's they're going to look regardless. Um, and what I hear when he says that is, yeah, 
guys are going to look, that's just their nature and it's awful, but that's, he's honest. He's like, that's what we do. And he was, I hear him telling me like, but we can help them by maybe Allie, like not wearing a skirt that short or like shorts Mm -hmm. that short. Um, and that's how I feel almost with that question about like being shirtless is I, cause I agree. I don't think, especially you two, um, whatever, take your shirts off and being like, woo, check me out. Uh, especially cause you are married Remy and you basically are Connor. So, um, <laughs> hint, 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 hint. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> but truly like with the campus thing, like Connor was saying, girls are probably going to look regardless, mm-hmm. um, because you guys are shirtless and your boys and run around and you know, they're just, you're doing something. So they're going to look, totally. um, which is not something you guys can help. But again, it's because you are aware it's your job now to be like, okay, could we help them out then by maybe doing something else besides shirts and skins? Or can we do this somewhere else, a different location? Cause the reality is the answer to both is yes. Um, but that's kind of just what I wanted to talk about is people are going to look regardless because both sides, no one's off the hook. Both sides need to take and should take accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there is a lot of like, there's not gray area, but there's points that should be made about being yeah. sure that you're being. So there's definitely truth to the statement of like, well, you shouldn't look. But obviously that doesn't help solve the problem right. because all it does is point the finger and say, it's your fault, it's not my fault. Let me mind my own business. Mm-hmm. There has to be that accountability of taking personal responsibility for both postures. Not just the posture of you shouldn't look, but also that you should dress in a way that helps your brother or sister not to be stumbling or mm-hmm. not to cause them to stumble. Jesus even says it himself to, to the people about the children. It's like, if you cause any of these little ones to stumble, it would be better for you to ring a stone around your neck can be thrown into the sea yeah. and you're like ah, okay <laughs> frick yeah. so whenever i see like guys like getting like kids to curse and stuff like that and to do funny things that are extremely inappropriate that's like the first thing i think of but i also think of um how job in chapter 31 how he makes a covenant with his eyes not to look at other women and how he's taking personal responsibility for his side as well. And so it comes with both sides. And so I think the thing that we're more tailoring towards is not just the side of taking responsibility to not look at women, because we should be training our minds to not do those things. Mm -hmm. If you catch yourself doing it, look away. Like, catch yourself. Work on it. Get better at it. Don't make the excuse of, like, I'm just wired this way. It's how I'm just going to be. It's like, no, you can train (laughs) your mind, like, to be transformed by the Holy Spirit. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the whole purpose of how we grow in our faith is because the Holy Spirit helps us in those things. But that doesn't give us the freebie card to be like, now we don't need to do anything about it because you just shouldn't look. We should be taking that responsibility of, like, all right, well, if what I'm doing or what I'm wearing, does that involve... Like what, what is that going to do to the people around me? Like, is that going to cause the girls to stumble? And so like being aware of that and, and not just the one side of like, don't look, but also like wear things that are more respectable. That's like going to help us approach the problem in a way that's going to solve, I think the bigger picture that we're looking at here. So what does it look like Allie for guys to take more responsibility? Well, again, with like what Connor said, you guys don't have boobs or a butt that you could show off. You guys do have butts you could show off, but I don't think many girls would be like, woo. Um, <laughs> I'm offended. Sorry. <laughs> um, you saying you don't like my butt? No. You know they call me Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking all that chocolate milk, you know where it goes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, sorry, mom. Anywho, um, what was I going to say? Oh, whereas you guys don't really have um, the same idea behind like your body being sexualized for you guys. It's not on you. Um, I feel like something that really sticks out to me is the thought of guys dressing strategically. 
Um, and I'm not strategize, strategize, if you will. Um, but I just think, I don't know. I kind of wanted to hear your guys' opinion on that because Connor, for one, I think you have a fantastic style. Thank you very much. <laughs> but is that, I think you dress like a pig. <laughs> um, but I like, I feel like to me, that's a big part of it is guys. Some do dress. I wouldn't say immodestly because I feel like modesty if we're talking about covering up guys cover up just fine. If we're being honest. Mm -hmm. Um, however you do dress strategically for attention. I got something with this. Okay. Um, I was thinking about it last night cause I just think about guys that post pictures dress nice and that's not the same as a girl in a bikini by the beach. Um, but essentially it's still, it's to me, it's the boy version of it being like, well, look at me. It's essentially the same quote unquote, problem yeah. right so we're talking about like the heart obviously and i don't know why this is something that i think just most people understand if they've gone to gcu or at gc right now it's like i guess an inside joke but um it's almost like i feel like you could in a way measure this <laughs> like on yourself okay. if you're like are on campus or you're like a commuter you're going to gcu anybody who has gone to gcu or goes to GCU now, I think we'll understand this. And I think it's kind of funny, but it also should touch our hearts a little bit. And it's like, I'm ready if we it. can't go, obviously everybody knows GCBC right. on oh, campus coffee oh, place. Oh, I'm scared. Right. <laughs> and I myself could call myself out on this probably, you know, sophomore year. I think this is something Oof. that I was just like full you're, of. I was just you're a total tool bag. very prideful. Just want everybody <laughs> to see what was going on. And obviously, like, I'm not going to walk into GCB shirtless, like, just after, you know, playing volleyball or something. Like, But that's not the problem. The other problem would be, like, if I'm too scared to go to GCBC in, like, sweatpants and, like, mm. a baggy shirt because yeah. I'm scared people will see me not all dressed up fancy and nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, there's some kind of pride problem there. Yeah. And uh, I think it goes the other way, too, for, like, girls. And I think in, in, a, in a second here, we should start picking on the ladies because we've been picking on the guys a lot. Hey! <laughs> I think it's like, if we can't, especially if you go to GC, like if you can't go to GCBC just to go get a coffee or just to say hi to somebody, For like you have to go to GCBC so everybody can see how cool your outfit is that day. <laughs> like there's there's some kind of heart problem. And I could say because I had the same problem. <clears throat> yeah. Like I think yeah. everybody is, I mean, some people, most people are there at some point where it's like, I don't want to go in public because I haven't gotten ready. I haven't put my makeup on. I haven't done my hair. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just not wearing my texts out loud. Right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like even myself, like I would not want to go to GCBC two years ago because like if I wasn't like dressed up or I hadn't gotten ready yet, because it's like how many people are going to see me and I'm not on my best, you know, outfit or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So on the one spectrum, you have dressing way over the top. Because your goal is to impress everybody and you want people to see like, look at me. I look good. I wear fashion. Like, check me out. I wear fashion. I wear fashion. You guys are gross. (laughs) Um, That was not cute. I almost vomited. Anyways. But then you have on the other side of the spectrum, people who dress reckless, who dress careless, who are not presentable, that wear and have almost no care. Like, do you guys agree that there's a spectrum where you have to find balance? Because Mm -hmm. you have to present yourself, right? In a way that is honoring to God and also like 
presents yourself as like the image of God to other people. Yeah, so do you believe, do you agree that there's a spectrum to this? Yeah, yeah, I think we should talk a little bit about the reckless side now. Yeah, we Are you talking about to- the females. It'd be nice, kind of, kind of the females. I don't think we talked about it. I think, I think it goes to any any person. So it's like uh, when when you have someone that wears outfits that are it makes you look homeless almost in that sense where you (laughs) you just you don't present yourself in a way where it's like you need to to show yourself as a respectable person. Like when you present yourself, like impression matters when you're trying to present yourself to other people. And so if you present yourself as someone who looks like they're careless about who they are and how they look and stuff, like you have to forget that we are image bearers of God. And that doesn't mean that you have to dress over the top, but like you should dress respectable. Where'd the other half of your shirt go? (laughs) Yes. Well, then there's that side too. And that's, that's less on the, that could be, I guess I can go both sides of the spectrum. Cause you can go on the side of like you dress in like something that's really nice, but it's very provocative. Very right. uh, sorry, promiscuous. That's the oh. word I'm looking for. Um, or you could dress on the side where you're wearing like almost nothing at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, ladies, okay, what you doing? Before we dive in <laughs> though to the females, I just want to do a quick disclaimer because if anyone listens to us, let me in junior so high. Um, <laughs> that knew me in junior high. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Allie's talking about modesty. How ironic. <laughs> Take the plank out of your eye, sister. Um, I just want to give a quick disclaimer just to say, like, I'm not um, out of this. Like, I, too, have fallen short and have dressed for attention, posted for attention sometime in my life. Um, give yourself some credit, though. You're definitely not a promiscuous person, like, dress-wise. Aww. Yeah. Thanks. Like, I appreciate that. I mean, as your boyfriend, I'd have to say that, but like, right. Yeah. No, I mean, he's just playing. Remy, Remy really would agree. <laughs> <laughs> Remy's like, if we're being honest, Alice kind of, oh, come on, Allie, we've seen your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have anything like that. Thank God. Um, but no, I really appreciate that. Um, but I did just want to say that because I, I mean, I, cause whereas females are taught in school, um, I mean, we really are nailed in the back of our head. Like if you dress like this, guys will lust and that's on you. Um, which has almost made us do the opposite, which is, okay, go for it. Let's, let's shake it up a little. Let's do it on purpose. Like it's awful. Um, but we just start thinking, I don't care because we, some, most of us, um, I think I'm good with saying that one. Most of us don't struggle in that way. So we're like, well, I don't care. It's probably not that bad. Just keep it in your pants, put a lock on it. I don't know. Put a dead weight on it. Like keep it down. (laughs) A dead weight on it. Tie a millstone. (laughs) Throw it to the river. But I did just want to give that disclaimer of I, I too have been there, done that. Can so. we just take a mental pause and notes to realize that she is trying so hard not to laugh like a goose. Like she's taming herself so hard. She literally goes. That's not me. Hold on. That's Remy. That's not what it sounds like. Give it to them. They, they want to hear it. They've been waiting the entire episode. for. Just, I'm going to back up. Super cool. right. <laughs> That's what the sound is. Goose we'll let the that. goose out, man. <laughs> I don't own a goose in my house. All right, all right let's get let's get into it. Okay, so right, what do it. you guys have? You want to you want to hit on the girls? Not hit on the well, girls. Let's just but... hear some stuff that like you, know. you speak more to them than we do. Yeah, like you, your voice is going to matter more in this than ours is. Girls need to hear it from another girl that like, yo, girl, get your ish together. Because we're talking to the guys telling us okay. we need to get our ish together. You guys need to stop acting like you're trying to show your body off to someone else. Fair. Trying to not do it yeah. for the wrong intentions. Just check your heart. Okay. Repent for the kingdom of heaven. What are some things you hear from I don't, people either you're close to or you're not? Or you just you know know that girls, quote unquote, have excuses 
in this area? Like what, what are stuff you hear, especially from believers? Yeah, what's some justifying they so do? So I like to call this the hot girl summer argument. Um, I know Remy's trying not to spit out his Remy mouth. just threw up. I almost <laughs> spit all my chocolate milk out of my mouth. Um, but really, um, if I'm being completely vulnerable, cause I too have almost used this argument a couple of times in my life, but hot girl summer, um, we all know it as like, which hot girl summer has been like every summer. So I don't know what that's about, but, um, essentially girls are hyping each other up and it's girl, um, girls just again, like hyping each other up and like telling each other like, Oh girl, you look so good. Like show more, like take it all off. Like you look great. Like show him what he's missing. Like that mentality. Um, which if you've ever been dumped, yeah, you know, the feeling of like, Oh, I'm going to make him miss this. Yeah. Now with a feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I feel like the biggest arguments that I mean, my friends have had, I've had girls across the board have, I think is it's my body and I'm going to do what I want with it. Mm -hmm. Um, which one Mm. is not true at all. Um, cause I'm pretty sure from a Christian perspective. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Yeah. From first Corinthians six, six 19, 19 through 20, 20, which is like wow. your body is not your own. Wow. It's been bought with a price. Mm. Um, um, and I just like, it's really difficult because we know that most Christian girls, even I'm sorry, but Christian girls are even at GCO. Um, they were oh, call them out. Do sorry. It. <laughs> they wear that title on them all the time. And because whether you're Christian or not, you're attending a private Christian university. Um, so the Lord's name is on you. Like the Savior's, his name's on you all the time. Um, and they wear things that I'm like, whoa. Well, you got a Bible verse in your Instagram bio and you, every third picture of you is Isn't a, a bikini? bikini picture. <laughs> yeah. But they use that argument of, well, it's my body. But it's cute though. So it's yeah, okay, it's cute. right? I didn't post it for the likes. Like it's mm. fine. But it's like, you didn't post it for your best friend, Sarah, to comment, girl, you look so good. You posted it. So Mike would look at it and be like, woo. Come on, Mike. Yeah. Come geez. on, Mike. Stop but again, <laughs> my point isn't like the guy's problem. I'm saying girls, I think because we've gotten it nailed in the back of our head, right? That don't dress these ways because they're going to lust after you and they're going to stumble. We've started to almost, for lack of a better word, get frustrated with you guys and get (laughs) disgusted, honestly. Um, And because of that, we've just adapted this new way of just hyping each other up to disguise what's really happening. You want to know why this is happening? Oh, let me know. Because we're living in a culture that is constantly and even more today than ever before, Mm. empowering, quote, empowering women to sexualize themselves for their body. You know who's leading the charge for this? Cardi B. Cardi B. Obama. Cardi I mean, B. Cardi B. <laughs> Who'd you say? Obama. Obama. Obama's no, no, leading no, no, the charge. No, no, no. Leave his name out of this. Thanks, oh, Obama. <laughs> no. No. Cardi B. Like there was a she did a music performance or something like that, and I saw an article briefly that said like oh, latest pole? Cardi B performance X rated because of stripper pole, yeah. and she came out with WAP, and like women all across the world are agreeing that this is somehow empowering women to sexualize themselves because you find your power in your body. You need to be confident in your body, but you need to do so in a way that shows almost all of your body off to everyone. So here's, I want to speak on this because this is a very hot topic and I've talked about it with Connor and Isaiah, shout out Isaiah, Isaiah. Um, and wow. a couple of other different people. But so that song WAP, yeah. um, which we all know what it stands for, uh, wings and pizza, but it's, it's worship and praise. <laughs> That's what I understood it's it to be. Super duper nasty. It is derogatory. Um, absolutely vile. Don't look it up. If you don't know what it is, just keep it out of your mind. Um, however, girls have, and I found myself making the same argument for a little bit, which is like, how come guys can laugh at these songs like headbands and like, yeah, by Usher, which still has sexual, sexual innuendos, but it's played at every wedding. Um, 
But like WAP is like, oh, that's too far. And girls got this idea of like, well, it's because a girl's sexualizing herself. So that's why you hate it because a girl's doing it. They beat you to the punch when it's like, no, the reality is that just hit a new level of nasty that guys have never seen, which is true. Girls typically don't sexualize ourselves. Cardi B is really leading that movement of embrace that and do what you want with it. And that's, I think, why guys were so absolutely like disgusted by that not because like oh a female did it but because look at the way she's doing it she's not making women feel proud of their bodies she's essentially making it worse here's my question though about that okay if you're not a christian Uh like in a way like do what you want obviously like we can't tell you to do anything technically christians can do whatever they want but not all things are beneficial for us so we shouldn't do those things here's what i'm saying though is like especially for girls who are believers why is that even a thought to be like, yeah, I'm going to take into consideration what this person who obviously is not a believer is saying about what I should do with my body? That is a really good question. Honestly, I think because this is really, really bad, but follow me. Um, because she has such a big voice, we let it become ours. Um, and because I think deep down there are some girls who are Christians that whether or not they want to admit it in their singleness, they believe that they're allowed to show their bodies off. Um, not as bait necessarily, but just because it doesn't belong to anyone. That sounds awful, but that's truly how it is viewed. Um, that it, they're not tied down so they can do those things. Yeah. Um, and I think with Cardi B, it just amplified it more. They let that be their excuse instead of just openly saying, you know what? I struggle with this on my own of just like not realizing that my body isn't my own, regardless if I'm in a relationship or not. Yeah. Because Cardi B has such a big voice and people accept her more than they would my friend who yep. just says it. Yeah. I think that's why. But I agree that's awful. And I have a lot of believers that are very much agree with her um, or at least listen to the song. Yeah. So but. you know what the problem is, is that Cardi B is telling us the worthy answer. Cardi B is saying that girl, you're the answer to your insecurities. Mm -hmm. You're the answer to the problems that you're having in your life. Like you need to have confidence. You need to have like security. You need to feel empowered because of who you are in your body and who you are. Well, it doesn't want to point them to Jesus. Yeah. Girls have even taken like guys being like cover up or even other females saying you need to cover up as body shaming. Um, which is a whole nother thing is like, no one's telling you you're fat or ugly because they want you to wear a full length shirt. Um, a regular there, shirt, there a regular, can, a normal there can, shirt. I there can be truth length. to it at some points in examples where, like, there is body shaming and there is those kind of problems. But the problem right. is, is that they're taking these concepts, they're manipulating them, and they're pushing an agenda. Because no one us wants to take accountability. Exactly. Girls just want to say, "Don't look. It's your struggle. It's your problem." Because reality is, I'm sorry to bash boys again, but it is your choice. It is your choice to <laughs> struggle. Very true. It's yes. very true. Um, and I am sorry to anyone listening and to either of you. Um, if that is a struggle, I, my heart hurts for you because I can't imagine that weight and that, I don't know, just the weight and everything that comes with that. Um, very, very sorry. However, for the females, when did it become okay to do that, to just point the finger and yeah. be like, well, it's not my problem? Because mm-hmm. um, it is gross, especially singleness, I feel like it plays a big part in it. Um, is at the end of the day, it is their choice. I'm not, not erasing that at all. But as their sister in Christ and as a believer, um, as a friend, you yeah. should, is it that hard to take mm-hmm. a second thought about what you're wearing? Yeah. Um, not even just how you're wearing it or why you're wearing it, but what are you wearing? Yeah. Um, it's not that hard. It takes like five extra seconds. Well, we, we don't want to, like, we like to live comfortably. 
And I think that we're getting into a world where less and less people hold a biblical worldview, where they believe that the Bible is true, 100% authentic, God-breathed and inspired, and it is the sole truth that we live by. They want to have maybe a, quote, Christian worldview or maybe a secular worldview where they're basically taking specific parts of scripture that they like or specific verses that might not be like what it originally was intended to stand for or say, and they're twisting it to say something different today. So we don't want to trust the Bible as like true and we need to honor and respect it and realize, oh, like I was bought with a price. Like as a Christian, I should be held accountable. I should be pursuing Jesus in a loving way that's going first and foremost to Jesus and giving everything to him and then anything that follows beyond that. But we want to just take the path of, no, this is my journey. This is me. This is my body. This is all about myself. And so we tell people back off. I get to do whatever I want because it's my body. It's my choice. And then it goes right back to first Corinthians six. Um, 19 through 20, which yeah. is all about like, no, you don't own your body. You are not of your own. Like you were bought with a price mm-hmm. as a Christian. You were bought with a price. If you choose to accept Jesus, like you need to honor and respect that. And if you don't want to choose that, then you just have to be willing to accept it. And you need yeah. to say it out loud. Like you need to tell yourself like, Hey God, I know that this is what you want for me. I know yeah. this is what you want me to do, but I think that my path is better and I know it better. And I'm going to own that. And I'm going to choose that mm-hmm. and just see how that goes for you. Well, and I think like what we do, especially females is I like this analogy. I just came up with it. I'm really proud of it. It's like, we buy the book, like we buy the shirt and we love the book. We love the shirt. Like we buy the Bible and we love it all. Um, and we buy a shirt, but we crop both, right? We crop the shirt, we crop the Bible. So instead of it's your body's not your own, you're bought with the price. We're like, yeah, but like I'm a follower of Jesus. Like I have Jeremiah 29, 11 in my bio. Like I am a firm believer. Um, hold true to that. But like we crop the Bible to fit us in our life yeah. and to justify, which I think is truly disgusting that we're justifying those actions um, and putting it attached to God's name, which yep. is not what he said at all. I have Jeremiah twenty nine eleven in my bio, but I've never actually read the full chapter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taking it out of context. It's like, you realize that they're going into war, right? They're about yeah. to die. Right? <laughs> what I wanted to talk about real quick first was when you talked about how like we choose to do our own thing, like yeah. how, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian. I accepted Jesus, you know, at whatever point in my life and now I'm cool to do what I want. And it's like, we talked about this at church, I think last weekend, the whole message was on Jesus is King. Yeah. And it's like, everybody wants Jesus as savior. Nobody wants to die without mm-hmm. Jesus. Right. But not everybody wants to live like with Jesus as their King. As their Lord. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm going to accept Jesus. I'm going to call myself a Christian. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to have the Instagram, uh, you know, verse in my Instagram bio. And then, you know, until I die, until Jesus comes back, I'm free to do what I want. I'm going to yeah. dress how I want. I'm going to live how I want. I'm going to go to parties every weekend, you know. Yep. And it's like, at what point do we start taking accountability for all of these things? Yeah. Well, and even at church, it said like everyone wants a savior. So Jesus is their savior. And they say that but no one wants a king because they don't want to be ruled over. And that's why they say that the gate is narrow, mm. that many find that lead to life, but broad and wide is the gate that leads to destruction. Well, it's just true. Even with females, we typically use the argument of like, um, what was it? Oh, you're limiting them and like what they want to wear. And I feel like if you are yeah. truly a believer, even at GC, it's a big thing. Even at private Christian schools, like at my school at the time, girls would be like, oh, we have such limited choices. Yeah. And it's like, if you are a believer, that would not be your view of that. You're yeah. supposed to look different. You are. We're called to look different. Right. You should not look well, the same. It's following the feminist movement and it's following this movement that's all about trying to overpower like 
the whole idea that like, you know, men are the one that are telling you these things are wrong. And the Bible is also oppressing you because it's limiting yeah. you for your potential. Cause you can go so much farther. Yeah. Like obviously like if we're going to talk on a whole different topic about feminism and women and their worth, like mm. Jesus of all people treated women way better than society did. Yeah. Like we're not going to be out here saying like, no women, you need to stay in your place. Like that's, that's not what this is about. Wear moo's. <laughs> <laughs> but what it's, what's it about is like, we have a choice of whether or not we want to choose Jesus fully or partially. Mm. And there are consequences to that, but there has to be accountability for it. I mean, we, we have to be able to understand and realize the truth, which is that we are bought at a price and that our mindset should not be about, well, what, how far can I go before it's like too far? Kind of like with relationships and with intimacy. And it's like, well, how far is it until it's considered too far? And it's like, you're already going in with the wrong mindset. The mindset yeah. is how holy can you be? How much glory can you give God through this? Yeah. So if your mindset is like, all right, well, I guess I shouldn't be wearing what I'm wearing, but like how far, like how, how short can I go before it's like too, too short. And then I I have to stop because that's, that's bad. And it's like, your mindset's already wrong and we need to readjust it again. Mm. And you need to pray through the Holy spirit that it helps transform your mind because we can't do that for you. This is all about you and Jesus and your relationship. But if you can get to a point where you could ask God, like, Lord, my mindset needs to shift. I need your help and support. Guide me, convict me, and help me to pursue you. And through that, he will give you revelation. He'll show you, hey, it's not about like, let's see how far we can go before it's too far. It's like, you need to just completely change your mindset about how, let's just do what we can to like help grow the kingdom today. How can I dress myself in a way that's going to help give glory to right. God and push people closer to Jesus, not deter from them, not distract them. And a part of that is also like, how much attention are you getting from the day? Right. Like, when that attention should be going to Jesus. Well, that's the thing we're all forgetting. And I think we can all agree on is it's not about you at mm. the end of the day yeah, at all. And about us. No. Yeah. yeah. I think one, like one of the main points I wrote in my notes was stop blaming everybody else and take responsibility to honor God with your body. And mm-hmm. it's like this really, I mean, we don't want to boil it down. It's like super simply, but it can be boiled down to be like, are we more worried about getting, you know, affirmation from other people, like from worldly people, from, um, you know, people who aren't Christians or even people who are Christians yeah. about like our body and modesty and all this kind of stuff. Or are we more worried about being obedient to, you know, the word of God and having, you know, our body as a temple to him. Yep. Let's make that the takeaway for today. Let's leave it with that, that, um, our goal and objective is less about like how far is too far, but more in a mindset of how can we take more responsibility and how can we pursue Jesus in a way that is more like how he wants us to pursue him for both guys and girls. Yep. And that comes with a heart check and it comes with being willing to want to seek that correction. And it's all about just asking God for that conviction because he will point it towards you and he will show you and the Holy spirit will reveal that to you. But only if you have a willing heart, if you don't have a willing heart, you are more than like, okay to do that. Like you're not being forced to do any of these things. But there are consequences to your choices. Mm-hmm. And Jesus has expectations for his believers of how they should live their lives because God designed the world and he knows how it should go. And we should probably trust the guy that designed it because he knows how it should go. Mm-hmm. Not let's redefine things. Let's reevaluate. We live in a new culture. We live in a different society now. Times are different. Times are changing. Let's adjust. Let's adapt. And it's like, well, I don't think that's what Jesus's message is all if about. If the Bible isn't adapting, we shouldn't either. Amen to that, that's sister. That's the truth. Cool. Well, hey, with that, we're going to dip off the podcast. So thank you guys for tuning in. Hope this was somewhat helpful for you and your journey of understanding modesty, both for guys and for girls. Everyone needs to take and own their part, and we need to uh, do a better job of helping our brothers and sisters and being a keeper and pushing them closer to Jesus. So with that in mind, you need to buy new apparel, and we have it for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So the only way to dress modestly is actually to buy... (gasps)
Well, we're good. I already oh. drank all my chocolate milk. <laughs> Almost. Guys, that was like the perfect segue. Come on. Like that was, can, that I, was get, can I get some snaps for that? That was pretty good. Thank you very much. We will now be selling sweatpants <laughs> and baggy t-shirts forever. <laughs> we will only be selling sizes 3XL and above. <laughs> no, legit though. We actually came out with some new merch. It's so dope. We got uh, the Global Emission shirt, which is all about Matthew 28, 18 through 20, which is about the Global Commission. We have Hope in the Hero of the Hopeless, which is all about um, just understanding that our hope comes in Jesus alone because he is our savior and he he's the only one that we should trust in for our hope. Um, we also have our um, intrinsic design, which I think yeah. is the coolest one, which is basically oh, yeah. the word intrinsic worth and it's spelled backwards on the shirt. So for you to read it right, you have to look in a mirror or something reflective. And the idea kind of goes with this modesty thing with insecurity is that like, hey, you're going to the mirror, you're looking for that affirmation, you're looking for that sense of worth to come from the the things that you're telling yourself that have nothing to do about the intrinsic worth that you get from being a believer. So with that being said, I encourage you guys to check out the new merch, see if there's something you like, uh, you know, buy something, support the cause. We're support. also coming out with paper sacks to put over your head. Um, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, we um, were and, very serious about yeah. this topic. <laughs> we also have locks coming out for all your pants um, as well. What are they called? Uh, Chastity belts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The metal pants. <laughs> oh. Metal underwear. Metal underwear. Oh, Steel gosh. Underwear. High waist everything. Is that what we're talking about? No? No, you don't remember those in like the medieval days or whatever? Like... Uh, put, like literally metal underwear on it, chest, it's whatever we don't i'll have to look it up anyways <laughs> thank you guys for tuning into this sh- our shenanigans and just useless time thanks so, for calling us out um, Allie. yeah thanks for the talk <laughs> Allie. thanks for being on the podcast anytime we had a girl <laughs> give us a goose honk for the end <laughs> oh, you want another one oh. <laughs> there we go we there got it <laughs> and then um give us the disney princess and, and no, no, kick no, us no, out no, of no. it say something that's going to kick us out of this go for Toodles. it <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye.